Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. This episode is brought to you in part by the I Love Old Time Radio Patreon page. As a Patreon member, you'll help me continue to bring all these great Golden Age shows, upgrade our equipment, keep the website going, and more. Plans start at just $2 a month, but if you pledge $6 or more, you get access to the Vintage Radio Podcast, a look at series that were an hour or more that include Lux Radio Theater, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and the Mercury Theater on the air, just to name a few. This week on the Vintage Radio Club, silent film star Zazu Pitts stars in the title role from the Lux Radio Theater. It's the hilarious comedy of Dulcie. To listen, join our Patreon page at vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's Crime Does Not Pay on The Shadow. This episode originally aired February 16th, 1941. And it's called The Phantom Voyage. power to cloud men's minds so that they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's story, The Phantom Voyage. Look at that line, Lamont. Something's stole the bait again. Yes. Oh, I showed him. 
Tim, I'm here to get a fish, and I'm not leaving until I do. I don't care if it takes me into... Nor do I, uh, I'm afraid I'm going to spoil your resolution. Why, Lamont? Take a look at those clowns over there. Mm-hmm. And a good storm on those babies. And you better be heading for shore before it hits us. Oh, Lamont, those clouds are miles away. And these Florida storms are very deceptive, Margot. We're still a couple of miles offshore. All right. Now, uh, see, if you'll take in those lines, I'll start the engine. Okay. If I were you, Lamont, I'd certainly go to the man who rented us this launch and get the money back. He guaranteed we'd have a boatload of fish, didn't he? Yeah. He also guaranteed this motor would run. It's not a trouble, Lamont. It's just won't start. That's nice. Yeah. The waves are beginning to kick up a bit. Hey, you better come here and hold this wheel, Margot, when I try to start this thing. All right. Hey, Lamont, look where those clouds are now. They're almost overhead. Yes, I told you they travel fast. Why doesn't this thing start? Lamont? Then Lamont, those waves are getting so high. Yes, I see. Wheel's getting awfully hard to hold. I guess I've got to let this engine go for now. Lamont, I can't hold it much longer. All right, let me have the wheel. Well, what can we do? Hold on tightly, Margo. This is a regular hurricane. Yes. All I hope is that I can hit the boat into those waves and keep it from being capsized. to get that motor working. Yes, all right. You've got to hold on to this wheel alone for a few moments. With all your strength. All right, I'll try. Good luck, Margo. Good luck to you, Lamont. Great! Get it! Oh, at last. Oh. All right, give me that wheel. We have a 50-50 chance for safety. We've weathered the storm. Yes, thank heaven. But in this place, we have an even greater menace. There's blinding fog. Have you any idea where we are, Lamont? No, none at all. Fortunately, we have no compass. storm could have blown its way out to sea. Yes, or we might even be a few hundred feet from shore. No telling until this fog lifts. Oh, I'm certainly glad I thought to bring that lunch basket. At least we have food. Well, I... Sorry to disappoint you, Margo. You're... Oh. Your basket was washed overboard. Oh, Lamont! Margo, listen. What is it? I thought I heard a fog horn. Did you hear that? Yes. Yes, you suppose we're near a lighthouse? Either that or a passing ship. It must be a ship, Margo. The sound is moving closer. Can you see anything yet? No. It's very close, though. You better keep watching. Lamont, look! Right ahead of us! The power of a ship! She's bearing right down on us! Lamont, they don't see us, they'll hit us! Yank this wheel! I think we can clear them! Yeah. Well, let's get their attention before they pass by. Hello! Hello! Stop! Please stop! Oh, they're passing us by. They don't even see us. Oh, there! Oh, the monk! I... You hear that? That whistle, monk? That's a signal to stop. They've heard it. Oh, really? Oh, that's wonderful. We're safe, Marco. We're safe. to that ladder. That's it. Yeah, let me give you a hand, miss. All right. Thank you. There you are. Now, you, sir. Thanks. I guess I can make it. Oh, yeah. There we are. Well, I, 
I'm certainly grateful to you for picking us up. Oh, that's okay. I was on the bridge when he called out. I wasn't sure I heard a voice, so I signaled the engine room to stop. For which we're completely thankful. Indeed we are. Now I uh, wonder if you... What's take going it? on here? The water the ship stopped. Who are these people? Well, they were adrift in a small boat, sir. They called for help, so I signaled the engine room. Oh! He'll take orders on his shot. Not give him. Now, see here, this man was... I'll get to you later, brother. I'll go to your quarters, Markham. Come on, get up and get going. Yes, sir. May I inquire just who you are? Yeah, I'm first mate. Well, you weren't justified in hitting that man. He stopped this ship to save our lives. Don't you understand that? Yeah, I understand it. That's why I hit him. Oh, I see. Well, you'd better take it to your captain's once. The captain's busy. Nevertheless, we wish to see him. The captain ain't seeing nobody. Well, that's ridiculous. Now, get that both of you. You must not invited here, see? If I put on the bridge, we'll never stop. But as long as you're here, you do as I say. You know that much about the sea, don't you? On ship point, you take orders from them as in command. I'm aware of that tradition, and we'll respect it. However, as long as we can't see your captain, and as we don't seem to be welcome, I'd like to use your wireless, if I may, so that we can be taken off here at once. Oh, you ain't got a wireless. Why, that's unheard of. Every ship today has a wireless. Well, we ain't. What's your destination? Where are you bound for? I wouldn't be knowing. Well, can you even tell us the ship's name? No. Now, listen, save all your questions for the captain. I ain't answering any more. Well, then why don't you take us to the captain? I already told you he was busy. I don't care wasting my time. Come along with me, both of you. I'm putting you below deck till the captain's ready to see you. And when will that be? I couldn't tell you. It might be a long, long time. Come on. Remember, you wait in this cabin till I come for you, see? Yes, and you made that quite clear. Okay. Come on. He's locking us in here. Yes, I expected he would. But why has he treated us like this? What's this all about? I don't know, Margot. I'm completely baffled. One thing is certain, though. Something is going on aboard this ship that they don't want us to see or know about. What is it? We'll have to find that out. Why wouldn't he even tell us the ship's name? That's all part of it, Margot. While we were on deck, I looked at the lifeboats and the life preservers. The name of the ship was painted out on both of them. Mother, I almost wish we were back in the small boat. No, no, Margot. You mustn't allow yourself to... Someone at the door. Yes. Oh, do you suppose it... Wait. The door's being unlocked. Stand behind me, Margot. Why, yes. Thank you. What do you want? Visitors we seldom see. So I have come to call on thee. Oh? I have no right. I'm just plain me. A grizzled old sailor who follows the sea. Well, we, uh, we appreciate your call. Yes, yes. I, I warn you, though, you made a slip. Been ever coming aboard this ship? Why? Why do you say that? Why is there such an air of mystery surrounding this boat? Captains one and captains twice aboard this ship of evil and vice. Well, what does he mean? What is he trying to say? I don't know. Uh, look, old man, stop using your cryptic rhymes, will you? 
tell us what this is all about. Uh, I can tell no more. Oh, why not? If I told more, you'd find my bones beneath the sea with crazy toes. Oh, nonsense. Did someone send you here to frighten us? Well, if they did, I'll tell you now. Mr. Parker, what are you doing here? Uh, well, uh, crazy old fool, what have you told me? I, I told much. Out right now, Margot. We can't get out of here. The door's locked. I believe I can solve that little hazard. The skeleton key should do the trick. What about the mate? He ordered us to stay in. I love to disobey orders, Margot. Yeah, there we are. Come along. But it's wrong. Yeah, so it seems. But, Margot, I'm going to find out what this is all about. Come on, take Margot. There's no one in sight. Why is that bell ringing, Lamont? It's a fog warning. Probably a seaman ringing it. What are you going to do? Let's go forward and talk to the sailor who's standing watch by the bell. Perhaps we can learn something from him. There's the bell, right? Lamont! Look. Yes. There's someone hanging from the bell rope. Oh, it's the old seaman who spoke in rhymes, Margot. Oh, Lamont. Come on. We're going to the captain's quarters. I don't care how busy it is. He's going to see us now. Order. Good evening. Are you the captain of this ship? That is right, sir. I think you should know that one of your seamen has been hung by the neck from the ship's bell rope. What? Yes, that's true. Come and see for yourself. Of course, of course. When did you discover this? A moment ago. The victim was an old seaman who came to see us below deck. There's the bell right ahead, and there's the... Lamont. He's gone. Huh? The body's gone. I don't understand. Only a moment ago. <laughs> is that your corpse over there? If it is, he's a pretty lively one. But that man wasn't here before. Do you mind if I check on that one? No. Carson. Yes, sir. How long have you been on his watch? Two hours, sir. Do you never leave your port? No, sir. I've been ringing this bell steady, sir. <laughs> you, you don't believe us, do you, Captain? Well, you could hardly expect me to believe. I understand. I presume you are the two people we picked up a while back. That's right. Why didn't you come directly to my cabin as I requested? As you requested? But, Captain, we were told that you were too busy to... Nonsense. That's true, Captain. And we were also told that you had no wireless. Where'd you get that idea? Of course we got a wireless. He's in need of repair right now, but we're picking up the missing parts when we reach port. And when is that? Tomorrow. Captain, how do you explain the fact that your ship has no name? No name? Well, certainly we got name. See that on that lifeboat? There's a name. There's his Marjot. Where'd you get all these fantastic notions about my ship? From your mate. The big burly fellow with the mustache. Well, he got no mate who answers to that description. But you must have. He's the one who murdered the old seaman. Oh, now I thought we cleaned up that point. Oh, yes. Yes, I, I forgot, Captain. Your partner. Certainly, certainly. I, I think I can understand your state of mind. Being adrift in that open boat has made you both... Well, shall I say in need of a good dress? Now, see here, Captain. There's nothing wrong uh, with that. The uh, Captain may be right, Margot. Uh, perhaps we do need a rest. Good, I'm right. Now go below and turn him. Both of you. We'll talk these out in the morning. Yes, yes. Good night. Pleasant dreams. Thank you, Captain. Oh, Lamont. Do you really believe that 
that we've been saying things? Not at all, Margot. All that we've encountered aboard this ship has been reality. A mysterious reality, to be sure, but one that is very intriguing to the shadow. Goodbye. About turning in? No, Margo. Hey, what are you doing to that lifeboat? I'm just examining the ship's name that's painted on here. And it may interest you to know, Margo, that the paint is still wet. Then it was done recently. Very recently. This accounts for my not having seen the name when I examined the boat before. But, Lamont, why should they do all this shim-sham just for our benefit? I don't think it is just for our benefit, Margo. When you change a ship's name, you do it to fool many people. And you think that that's what's been done? Yes. But why? Well, I think the answer to that can be found by paying a visit to the cruise quarters. That's always a good source of information. Can I come with you? No, Margot. You'd better return to the cabin and wait there for me. This is going to be a job for the shadow. You never get no trouble by keeping quiet, see? But I tell you, I don't like what's going on aboard this ship. Oh, you don't like what's going on aboard this ship? Now, ain't that too bad? Now, listen, bud. You sign down here as a seaman. And a seaman does as he's told. But I didn't know what it was going to be like. I, I didn't know. I ain't supposed to know. As long as you're getting paid, you keep your mouth shut and mind your own business. <laughs> hey, what was that? Why do you counsel this man to keep his mouth shut, gentlemen? Uh, who's that talking? Where's that voice coming from? This voice comes from the shadow. Shadow? Hey, I've heard of you. Then you must know why I'm here. I'm seeking truth, gentlemen. Truth about this ship. What about it? Why does everyone behave so mysteriously aboard this vessel? What are they trying to conceal? Uh, we don't know what you mean. Why were you cautioning that young man to keep quiet? That's none of your business, Shadow. You're wrong. It is my business. And I intend to get an answer to my question. Not so much you won't. How about you, young man? Are you going to remain silent, too? Yes, he is. Now, wait a minute. Shut up, Martin. Why don't you let him talk? Are you afraid? Afraid of what you reveal? None of us are talking. How about that, Markham? Are you going to let them silence you, are you? No, no. Then tell me. Tell me what you know. All right, I will. Keep quiet, Markham. No, I won't. I'll tell you what's wrong with the ship. Markham, it's the cargo we're carrying, Mr. Shadow. A cargo that's so unbelievable that we... go. Oh. I don't think you'll do much talking for a while, Shadow. That was a foolish thing to do, gentlemen. You haven't stopped me by silencing him. I'll get my information by inspecting the cargo myself. I believe that this passageway leads to the ship's hold, Margot. What do we do if someone sees it, Lamont? Well, we'll face that when it happens. Yeah, that looks like the hatchway right ahead of us. What do you suppose that mysterious cargo can see? Margot, just a moment. Do you hear that? Yes. That noise is coming from the hole beneath us. Lamont, it sounds almost human. I know. I've heard it sound like that just once before. At a hospital, after an accident occurred. When all the injured were crowded into a little room waiting for care. I know what you mean. Well, there's only one way. Margo, someone's coming out of that cabin at the end of the corridor. I've given you a half hour. Just one more half hour to make up your mind. Understand? Me? Yes. I'll be back then. Don't move, Margo. 
that cabin. Who was being warned? Well, why don't we find out? We're going to. Come along. We can't risk knocking. We'll just have to open the door quietly. Who's there? Close the door, Margo, quickly. Why don't you leave me alone? Can't you stop torturing me? We're not here to torture you, sir. No, no, that couldn't be. Why are you in this room? Who are you? Who am I? I'm the captain of this ship. Everyone knows that. The captain? Yes, I've been kept blindfolded and in chains down in this hole for days. But we met someone else who called himself the captain. Uh, he's an imposter. That man who called himself the captain was formerly my first mate. But what happened? Why are you here? I'm here because I'm a prisoner. Prisoner aboard my own vessel. Well, how did it happen? I signed on two new mates for this voyage. They... They overpowered me one night and took over. What about your crew? They knew nothing about it. Those men told them I was ill, and they put into port. I don't know where, and they took aboard a new crew and a new cargo. Oh, I see. And, uh, what is the cargo? I don't know. But it's something outside the law, I can tell you that. My captors have offered to reveal it to me if I'll join them. Is that why you were threatened just now? For not joining them? Yes. They've given me a half hour to change my mind. If I remain firm, I'll be killed. Oh, they're approaching a showdown, eh? Yes. That means we must be nearing port. Who are you? How did you get here? We were adrift at sea in a small launch. We were picked up when a member of the crew saw us. That's bad. You'll both be in the way. They'll dispose of you, too. Why? Because these men will stop at nothing. Murder is their business. I don't wish to alarm you, young lady, but you're in danger. Great danger, both of you. He's right, Margot. We've already seen evidence of their murderous work. Yes, and what can we do, Lamont? How can we stop them? Let me think. If only the wireless aboard the ship worked, we could radio for help. The wireless is working? I know it is. Are you sure? Yes. Where is it located? It's on the upper deck near the captain's quarters. Well, we must get there at once. Now, don't give up hope, Captain. We still have half an hour, and a lot can be done in that time. Margo, I want you to stay outside this door and keep watch. I'm going in and send for a call of help. All right. Warn me if anyone approaches. I will. Good luck, Captain. wait. Hey, who are you? What are you doing here? I've come here to send a message. Oh, yeah? Well, you're in the wrong place. I eh? don't think I am. Keep away from that key. Keep away, you hear? I'm sorry, old man, but... I've got to get this message through. I hope someone picks this up. I hope somebody hears it. Margo! Take your hands off that girl. Margo, down behind you, the mate. Good work, mate. That takes care of him. Oh, Lamont! Lamont! It's a long time before he answers you, sister. What do I do with this guy, Cap? Oh, well, boy. No, no. sister. You're coming along with me. June, you're not a party friend of such a great curiosity about our cargo, sister. Well, I'll let you... Just lift up these cards. Yeah, Josh. Take a look. How'd you like to join? Oh? Ah. That human cargo pays good, too. I, I don't understand. Those are natives of various West Indian islands. 
They pay for the privilege of being smuggled into the United States. <laughs> oh, but it's Not at all. It's quite legitimate. You see, I break no laws because, unfortunately, they never reach their destination. What do you mean? Well, in the past, when I've carried cargoes like this, always there seems to be a series of accidents as the men are being lowered into small boats. Accidents which resulted in the entire lot being drowned. Ha ha! Oh, oh, oh. Cat, job, what does he mean? I mean, Curly, that I ordered two members of the crew to throw your boyfriend to the shark. No, I don't believe it. Well, true. Why, you. I'll kill you both of them. As long as you oh. that guy so much, we'll take her up and let her join us. Keep away from him. Come on, sister. Stop. Keep away from that girl. Hey, what was that? Stay where you are, both of you. Who's this? I don't see no one. I am called the Shadow Gentleman. Don't bother to look for me. I am never seen. What are you doing here? I've come to protect this girl and turn you over to the proper authorities. Such a lap protector. You haven't even got nerve enough to show yourself. I don't have to show myself. I'm quite able to deal with you with words. What does he mean? I mean that I know all about you, both of you. And I intend to put a stop to your dealing in human souls. Yeah? And how did you think you can do that? You'll learn very soon. Uh, I've had enough of this talk. Hey, throw that hat away quickly. Oh, I'll get the other hat. Ah, Mr. Shadow, we see just how clever you are. What do you mean? There are lots in these short corridors. Although we can't see you, I know you must be a flesh and blood. Just to prove that statement, I'm going to wreck this corridor with bullets till I hit my target. No, you must. That scares you, sister. I guess it scares the shadow, too. No, it doesn't. But I must compliment you on your cleverness. It's an excellent scheme, except for one thing. Yeah? What's that? <laughs> It'll never work while I have your gun. Now stand against the wall, both of you. What was that? I have an idea that it came from a gun aboard a United States Coast Guard cutter. What? They're responding to a wireless call for help. And I imagine they'll be very interested in both of you. Both you and your cargo. I regained consciousness just before the two crewmen reached me, and as the shadow, I eluded them. Oh, Lamar, I thought surely they'd thrown you overboard. Well, I fooled you. Oh, thank heaven. What's going to happen to those two men? They've been arraigned and charged with every crime in the book of maritime law. Their career of crime has ended, Margot. And the people they carried in the hold? Well, they were sent back to their native islands. Portituted fools. Their attempt to enter this country illegally almost sent them to the bottom of the sea. Don't you mention the sea to me again for a long time, Lamont. For the next year, I'll want a two-man bodyguard before I even need a clam chowder. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. I actually like this episode, and I love the fact that Margot doesn't slip up when she thinks Lamont may be dead and then hears the voice of the shadow. That is something we experienced with Agnes Moorhead's version of Margot Lane, but not during Marjorie Anderson's tenure. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.